Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello, welcome to part two of Propaganda. We're going to be hearing from some slightly boring Southampton fans. Moscow's here. Never boring, unless he's talking about Bielsa. And, <laughs> and Rob is here as well. You've not done it this week. I've kept a, I've kept a lid on you. And you haven't said anything about Levi's solicitors. Tell me about them. Well, they give you 10% off your legal fees, but you've got to know what the website is. It's levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. That was smooth. And that's for... For all legal services that they do. And none of them are boring. Should we just deal with Southampton and get on with the fun stuff? Yeah, go on. What? So, match day vlogs. It's, there's, there's very little out there. You pointed me to, because you were too busy to do this, so you shared with me the uh, Southampton fan channels you found last year. One of them hasn't done anything since last season, maybe even the season before. And then I searched for others. The One of the few that I found turned out to be it's just a channel devoted to Wimbledon's youth team from 1990 to 92 and it only has one video on it which is Wimbledon FC Youth 5 Southampton FC Youth uh, 6 from the 13th of November 1990 Um, so I'm actually I've penciled in a little bit of time to go and see if there's anybody good in that it's the Southern Junior Floodlit Cup second round replay oh it was a big one that yeah I mean it's the full match I think yeah so there could be some uh, interesting players there more interesting than, uh, oh, in fact, the teams are here. So who went on? Peter Fear, he became a player. Chris Perry, Stuart Castledean, Neil Ardley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Southampton team, uh, Nicky Good. He wasn't. I've never heard of him. Just doing that joke. Uh, Paul Tisdale rings a yeah, bell. Yeah, he's an Exeter manager, isn't he? Yeah. Of course he is, yeah. Callum, Callum McDonald, Gareth Taylor. Anyway, so that's These that. are all just generic, generic names. <laughs> Match day vlogs, though, they, they did go to the game, but even they didn't really put the the effort in. They put in, um, they sit at the front of an, an upper tier and they have a, a a camera just pointed at their faces. It's a bloke and um, his mate. And this is them, they're quite hard to hear as well, so it doesn't give good audio because they're not wearing microphones. So he's trying to give the team news about half an hour before the game starts, but he's having quite a challenging time. There are some different players within that lineup, so we shall have to wait and see how they perform. I'm excited to see Romeo Lavia in the lineup again. I think he'll probably the best on the flipping out. Those Leeds fans are loud today. Stephen Arthur, right? I'm excited to see Romeo Lavia flipping loud. Yep, not even half full. In case anybody missed what he was actually uh, saying, so that's good. Leeds away support interrupting match day vloggers everywhere. Um, half time to do a bit of analysis. I've actually just put this in because we are going to be mocking 
some uh, supporters of another club soon. So I think it's, you know, we do give credit where it's due. And this fella, so his mate comes and joins him. He's held up by traffic, but gets there for, for kickoff. And at half time, they're talking about what should change in the second half. And this is actually spot on. Would you take out one of the center halves and then bring in the mid, something, something else in midfield? I think you do. I think you take out Bednarak and you put in, yeah, you put in Adam Armstrong or maybe, you know, or even Mara. I'd like to see Mara go on the bit, something a bit more pacey and probably get the front. Bring on Mara, probably yeah. play a really good through ball, have yeah. a good shot, well saved. Take off Bednarak, which is um, exactly what happened. It was Mara for Bednarak, was the, the, the substitution. So that guy. He's, uh, he's the Tyler Adams to Hasman Huttle's Jesse Marsh, isn't he? It makes you think if we'd have just had fans in charge of this game, it's probably much the same. We Well, actually, no, we'd have probably won because the Leeds fans mm. were all going, bring someone else on, bring some midfielders on, make some, bring some fresh people on. But, uh, but yeah, fair enough to him. He knows his uh, his football. But then the main guy, it's 2-1, celebrates the, the comeback, but then um, he just picks up his camera and goes. For what reason? Well, he says. He's a bit vague about it. Commitment to get to, and I've had to leave before full time. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you're doing a match day vlog, you've got commitment, you've got to see it all the way through. I don't tune in to 10 minutes of some Southampton fans watching a Southampton match for one of them to just get up and leave with 10 minutes to go. And um, they do leave the camera on his mate, the tactical genius, but all that is is just him celebrating the goal. And he, I suppose he, he does commit to it because he. He is now walking down the streets away from the stadium with a camera filming himself and a phone that he's watching a stream of the game on. Um, so we do get to hear him enjoying Southampton's equaliser. Well, go on. I don't know what that noise really is, but it was, um, yeah. A good celebration. Yeah, it's the kind of, because he's just on an empty street and I think he doesn't want to draw too much attention to himself even though he's filming himself. Um, maybe that's why. But yeah. I think in the first season, they were a bit annoyed at Bamford and we beat him 3-0 and it was more fun to listen to him. Yeah, there was one reference to Bamford, but I couldn't really understand it. And also because they they don't have the mic, so they're quite difficult to hear. They said that on the on a team sheet that they saw, Bamford was just listed as ha. And I just really didn't get what they were talking about, so I didn't include it. But that's, there was definitely some... There's a strange thing with opposition fans where when they start talking about Bamford, you can sort of see the faces go, the body language changes as if you've as if you've introduced like the name of a mass murderer or something. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't we don't discuss that that part of the family. But yeah, they don't like Bamford. Then the only other interesting bit, Total Saints podcast, which is a a Zoom affair, including um somebody from the Athletic, um, which isn't this guy. This is somebody called Glenn, who I think he's I think his Twitter name is based around them having that minus 10 points in League One, uh, which they had the, in 2009-10 when we got promoted. Mm. It's not like we bang on about minus 15, <laughs> is it? But he is talking about the the heat and the substitutions and um, the approaches because they've had Hassan Hurtle and the, the, the Red Bull plan for, I think this is, is this their third season with him, maybe fourth? Certainly three. So they've been through the mill with him and then they're seeing what they're seeing in Jesse Marsh. It's just an interesting bit of thought from some people who've, uh, who've seen it happen. 
the substitutions at the end of the game and the and the change of shape, which I'm sure we're going to get onto, that that totally changed things. And whether it was whether Leeds just got tired, because I think Leeds Leeds were snapping into all the challenges really, you know, really aggressively. And then they, whether it was because they just, you know, we put them under a bit of pressure and they couldn't deal with it, or whether they got tired, um, I don't know. But we uh, we certainly took over the last twenty minutes, and it was uh, it was nice to finish a game strong instead of being the team that um, been a while, it, isn't it? Chucks it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wonder if um, you know Jesse Marsh comes from the same um, school as Ralph, doesn't he? With you know the the Red Bull connection, so mm. I do wonder if his team are going to have the same sort of problem that, that we've had in the past, where they just they just can't play that way for 90 minutes and they've, they've got to find a way to get over the line. But uh, but that's their problem. That is our problem. <laughs> it might be our problem. There's nothing to say it will be our problem, but just um, interesting that that's kind of, that is what seemed to affect us in this game and then they've seen it at, uh, at Southampton. But the rest of it, so that, that's basically all we got because Total Saints podcast, if I have a criticism, they do seem obsessed with Southampton. Oh, I know. Banging on and on. I've found this loads of times when you listen to opposition stuff. They just talk about themselves yeah. over and over again. It's like we weren't even there. I even went through, uh, so the the YouTube downloader that I use also downloads the uh, subtitles. So then I opened them and did a search for leads. And they only mentioned us like three times. So pathetic. I don't know why you would want to do, it's like nearly an hour and it's just about Southampton, the entire podcast seems this weird obsessive it was like that last season after they drew at Ellen Road were walking around the back of the West Stand all their fans were coming out to get into their coaches home and they were all just very mild mannered and sort of you're right but yeah, it was fine that one and then you just think oh you're driving home for hours and hours and hours and you've just had a day out watching Southampton and just talking about how the Southampton players did and yeah. was one Southampton player <laughs> better than the bother. other it's very much and much so we didn't really get much from them um, but I believe you Michael had a more fruitful evening in the the company of our um, friends. friends friends towards them at the moment <laughs> they're, they're, uh, over the Pennines yeah I don't mind their company at the moment if, if quite they, a laugh to have around aren't they yeah I mean I know the sort of live vlogs and stuff weren't really a thing were they when Scum were actually good Obviously, that would have been unbearable yeah <laughs> whereas now yeah it's quite funny in fact I've got some Where? how did you experience Scum's defeat because I was in here editing the match ball I think we we saw they'd gone a goal down it was 2 0 when me and Rob mm. left. Yeah, and then we obviously got to just, by the time I'd finished editing the podcast and putting it out, they were four down and it was yeah. very funny. And we, the goals themselves were hysterical. We were just getting onto Kirksville Road and you sort of laughed and went, fucking hell. And I went, oh, is it 3 0? You're no, even better. It's 4 0. Yeah. We hadn't even got, to, I think we hadn't even got to Armley Gyrator. And I thought, I'll just have a look at my phone. And yeah, 4 0. And then um, it's still, it's been bothering me ever since, but I was trying to watch the third goal on my phone and I was telling you that Harry Maguire had messed up really badly. Because obviously you were very responsibly um, hands at 10 to 2 and eyes on the road. Mm. Um, so I was trying to describe what happened. And it wasn't Harry Maguire at all. It's that um, that tiny centre-back that they've, they've signed. He was the one I was looking at because it was a he's good, 4G isn't he? video. They already, hilarious. They already want rid of him, by the way. After um, he was the saviour in summer, get rid. Get I will rid already. say you were very helpfully got me home in time for the second half. And what an absolute shower of bastards Brentford are. For, they even put up on the screen that I think 5-0 would be the record defeat for Scum. Mm. So they only needed one more and they couldn't get it. And then they, they have the audacity to go on that big lap of honour around Brentford of like, oh, aren't we great? Just drawn, spent 45 minutes drawing 0-0 with that absolute shower of garbage. <laughs> you can't, like, 4-0, ancient history. They should be as disappointed 
at the end of that match, Brentford, as we were at the end of the Southampton game. Because they we were 2 0 up, but that just became a distant memory and we were all just angry about substitutions. They four 0 up, but ancient history by the time they were all doing what's what's the song? The Hey Jude, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, Paul McCartney should have been down there with a fucking copyright uh infringement <laughs> notice. <laughs> Tell them all to stop. Like, if you scored another, fine. But I did not write this song about a 4-0 win. Anyway, uh, we'll enough start. about me. <laughs> of, of, of all the goals they conceded, the one I found the funniest was the second because it's the one they were trying to play out from the back hysterically badly. The pass to Ericsson, clearly <laughs> never there. They just, just completely stitched him up with it. So this is RNA deck and Man United going two goals down. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? What are we doing? <laughs> What is it? What are we doing? What? This has got to be fixed. <laughs> what are we doing, man? Oh. <laughs> it's got to be fixed. The, the best question in there is, what is it? What is it? It was good because it was so bad. Nobody knew who to blame because they'd all, they'd all been absolutely mm. rubbish and they were all just sort of looking at each other. It's like, no, no, this is what Manchester United is now, isn't it? Manchester United Football Club. Who, who didn't think... Uh, Christian Eriksen would make it as a holding midfielder <laughs> alongside. Did he start with Fred and bring McTominay on? Was that the way around? Yeah. Or was it the other way around? So he didn't make any difference. He was a he was a false nine, wasn't he? The first week of the season, and now he's and now he's doing the Calvin Phillips role. <laughs> so that's brilliant as well. And then yeah, De Gea. Oh, it might be a bit difficult playing in that position. Why don't you see if you can deal with this? <laughs> we have um, we have had a bit of a scum update this morning actually from. Adam Crafton, I just noticed it earlier, said that Cristiano Ronaldo is apparently eating lunch alone <laughs> and then they're trying to sign Jamie Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> what obvious solution. I mean, what, what an end to that day of Cristiano Ronaldo being told to go applaud the away fans by Steve McLaren. It's <laughs> yeah. a twist at all. It's amazing. Oh, I mean, this will only work on uh, the video version of this, but Harry Maguire sort of standing 90 metres away from the away end and just li- li- lifting his two hands Almost as if he was like, just, he only lifted them to maybe a 20 degree angle and then just shrugging and walking away. It's like a. Harry Maguire is such a warning for any future scum signings, isn't he? Because people liked him for a time. Remember, he was at Leicester, he was in the England team. Slabhead, it was all a laugh, yeah, wasn't it? It was, all, it was all good fun. Yeah. And now, God, he's like, Phil Jones must look at him and think, that could have been me if I was playing. But thank, <laughs> thank God I'm not. Jamie Vardy's not going to go there for exactly that reason because he'll, he'll have. He'll have spoken to Harry about the last however many years and heard how terrible it is and that was one of the joys the few joys of the second half was um, Gary Neville all hope draining out of him as he realised like prospective signings are going to be watching this they won't want to come oh we're going to sign I mean Barcelona has spent all summer telling Frankie de Jong how much they hate him and he's still just going yeah but I really don't want to go there <laughs> well this is RNA deck again this is at 4-0 and his voice has just got it's getting higher and higher. It's, a, it's at least a couple of, uh, I don't understand music, but whatever an octave is, he's gone up some. It's just, they've just smashed it forward, man. That's all they've done. They've just rocketed it forward to one guy and that's it. That's all they need to do, man. 4-0. It's not even 40 <laughs> minutes. We've, we conceded more than a goal. This is, this is against like, if a Sunday league team played against a Premier League team, this is it. Can't believe it, man. I'm so fed up. So fed up. And there's why you uh, people struggle with, with this lot as well, because it's a great ball. They didn't just lash it forward. It's a really good 
ball forward Thomas on the Frank, counter. Thomas Frank, a great manager. We've said we've covered this extensively. And then the first time pass is it first time? It's, it's a very mm-hmm. well tamed time pass for the guy running in front of uh, Luke Shaw. So it was a really good counter attacking goal. You don't need this loser going. They've just smashed it forward, like Sunday League team against the Premier League team. Shut up, you rubbish. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's get something a bit more mank now. Webby and O'Neill. We heard from O'Neill last week mm. after the Brighton game. Do you remember his solution? Get the kids in. This is Webby's. Instead of us going through, you know, players who haven't got the motivation, haven't got the quality that's required at Manchester United, who do you see who has the quality and the motivation required in that team? After that, today, no one. Really. After that, no. No, I do, right? And it won't happen. Against Liverpool, I bring the kids in. I bring the kids in. If we get beat, we get beat. But I tell you what, did show a bit of passion? Did show a bit of art? Always the same solution. What What is this obsession people have? This this idea that teenage footballers are passionate. <laughs> the <laughs> They're problem, idiots. Yeah, teenagers in general are just moody idiots. Mm. I don't see why being a footballer is going to make them like improve their characters to the extent that you know the passion of a sixteen-year-old. If they went 4-0 down, they'd just go home. Are we going to get onto hot, hot teenage off. bodies again? They would just flounce <laughs> off down to I'm not playing anymore. I and know also, Ronaldo wanted to, but he has at least got the... He knows that he can't. I was going to say they've got a role model there as well in Ronaldo. It'd be like, well, I want to be like him, which is basically a complete wanker <laughs> the entire time. So, yeah. I mean, and the other thing to look at when people do the play the kids, and every club says this, I've heard it said many times at Leeds, that's where the mm. whole get Eddie in and play the kids is is a kind of a, a meme almost. But you look at any youth team and only about two of them ever make it. Yeah. So you're essentially going to be putting out a load of like League Two footballers if you just put every all of your your, your youth team in. And there's this idea that um, because they're in the academy, they'll all be like, you know, they're, they're red blood. You know, you cut them, they bleed red. Um, but you know, they'll die for their shirt and stuff. But the way modern academies work particularly at the scum level, they probably signed half of them from all around the world when they were seven. It's not like they're going to have a, they've all been dredged up from the bottom of the ship canal and they come out like bursting with pride for the, we're doing it for Bobby Charlton. 
like they won't even know who fucking Bobby Charlton is. <laughs> because if, even fucking teenagers in Manchester won't give a fuck about the history of Manchester United because Manchester United are fucking rubbish and because it's ancient history and they're all just watching TikTok and they don't care. So the idea that you're going to manage to reconnect with the spirit of the history of the club and they'll play with passion and pride. And even if we lose against Liverpool, if they lose against Liverpool, all these 15-year-olds that they want in will just be absolutely slaughtered by their worldwide wide fan base of homicidal maniacs on YouTube. No, there's going to be no kind of like, oh, well, he's only a kid. It's like, no, how, how can't he defend against Sadio Mane? He's, he's, he's gone to Bayern Munich anyway. He's playing for Manchester United. This is Manchester United Football Club. You can't be doing that as a kid. I mean, at various points, playing the kids at Man United would have meant throwing Scott Wooten in to play against Mo Salah. <laughs> we want Cameron Borthwick Jackson. <laughs> exactly. And we want him now. And Bring him P back. Get Danny Pugh in as well. Anyway, so that's all lovely. Stretford Paddock, similarly manky. This is Andy Tate, who we heard from last week. Not to be confused with toxic internet man, Andrew Tate. No. He's, be I, he's better than him. If any young people out there do want a, a baldy inadequate with a, an obsession with shit cars to use as a... As a role model, um, Michael has just had to get rid of a Renault Clio this morning, and uh, you could be you you could be going to go and get a Bugatti to make yourself feel better. It's unlikely. I'm going to yeah, be honest. Think about who your role models are and uh, pick this guy. <laughs> pick me. Oh, but it's maybe. not him anyway. It's not him anyway. No, it's it's um, the guy Moise is what he became famous for many years ago. But now here he is talking about the Glazers, and he's got a new word this week, which I really like. The culture at the club is rotten to the core. It's a disease. It's 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 got to every player. The fan base is absolutely fragmented, and the Glazers. I, I, this this is this is this is what the Glazers want. Anika, and I just take the money. <laughs> Anika, Anika, that's a disease. Anika Rice. I don't think the Glazers. They don't um, want this. They want Anika. No. Like, what's their background? They're just very rich people with like horrible little neck tails <laughs> there's no I mean I suppose it is quite an anarchic haircut but mm. I don't think um, I don't think they bought Manchester United with the intention of Anarchy. I'm pretty sure they don't want them relegated either which is what the current plan seems to be it could happen couldn't it could be it probably won't it won't it, at this point last year Arsenal were, had started really badly and it was like well yeah, Arsenal but, can't go down can they and in the end they finished like fifth and it was fine and the, the same will happen to players. Scum. it doesn't really matter though how much Scum struggle because they'll just keep throwing money at shit footballers which mm. is almost there's much satisfaction in that I think just watching them really implode and find new ways of being crap every season and, and now struggling to actually buy players as well like Arnautovic and Vardy they were top of no one's list at the start of summer were they but now they're like hmm and they I, won't go either. No. They won't get them. They've got two weeks and I don't know who they're going to get. I don't know how the players that they could get are going to improve them. And Ten Hag is already is flapping about where to put Ericsson, who's the only good player they've signed. It's done. And Ericsson, he's, he's pretty old as well. And, and, and did die the other year. And they managed to get him. Admittedly, he seems to not be dead now, which is probably a marginal improvement on the majority of their players. But only just, I, yeah, would su I would suggest. You look at Harry Maguire and you wonder, don't you, by comparison. <laughs> but it's, I just don't, I'm beginning to struggle to see how they get out of it, which is great. But maybe the Liverpool game, I think um, Mr Paddock has some ideas about what could happen against that that would change things. Next week we've got Liverpool, double digits. Say what, it could be anarchy on the terraces with these protests and all that. This could be judgment day. This could, you could see a nuke go off in Manchester, civil unrest. There's not going to be any of that, is there? 
I mean, they did break into the stadium during no, lockdown. That was true. That was and now they're going to nuke the stadium. Yeah, it? if, if it's now a tactical nukes, that's quite a, well, not even tactical if it's anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could listen to him say anarchy a lot more. Uh, do, what do you prefer? Do you prefer anarchy or disease? <laughs> what was this one last week? What was the word that we, we were enjoying? I can't oh, it was another eh at the end of it. I can't remember. But by the end, he's gone entirely mad. If alien life came on this planet, they'd be fucking laughing in an alien language. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> it's a good alien laugh. Credit I really to him. wasn't expecting that. Credit to him. It's a really good alien laugh, is that? <laughs> is that going to be the alien life's first priority? I mean, it would be great if they come it's down and like, 80 million for Harry Maguire. Shows what? The Cockneys. <laughs> All right. 80 million for Harry Maguire. You've been done, lads. Shows what? We've been out there on our own planet watching and we had to come. We had to invent hyperspace engines just to get down here. We bought them off a lad called uh, Derek. He's got them. We had to get down here and tell you, Harry Maguire, wait a minute. Anyway, we're off now. Uh, by the way, uh, universe ends in a couple of, couple of billion years, but you probably still won't win the league. Hey, hey. <laughs> Shows how egotistical they are, though. I think if, if an alien comes down, that's the first... What state are Manchester United football club in? That's where we need to. That's what we need to instantly get to. They've, they've come with a solution to the anarchy. Anyway, Terry Fluers. Do you remember him from last year? Yeah, he was a... from the terrace or the football terrace. Well, he, terrace. Um, he used to work in a bank, didn't he? I mean, mm. no disrespect to anybody who works in banks. I'm sure he'll do good, sensible jobs and don't go on YouTube screaming about Manchester United. It's the, the kind of the um, the turn. It's an interesting career trajectory for Mr. Fluers. He had a hair transplant at the end of last year as well and he's got a cap on with all of his videos. What a complete waste. Did he, if I was him, I would have got a transplant of flowers. What, out of the head? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, he may have, he may have uh, knocked the heads off being as upset as this. Anyone buying kits, going to games, you're to blame. Get the Glazers out of this club. How'd you do it? You cut the money away. You stopped Who's bought that new green kit? Who's walking around looking like a fucking wank stain of the Incredible Hulk? Probably you. Who's at the game today? Who's going to the next home game? Cut the money from the Glazers. It's the only way to save this club. I'm just on uh, the Manchester United web store. <laughs> it's, it's another it's, good point, though. If Leeds fans aren't sure about our away kit, look at that and think, Christ, we're well, doing all right, actually. Mm. But also buy it. <laughs> no, no, no. If the if if the difference between the Glazers uh, staying and going is the money coming in, I for one am willing to support them. The, oh. the real beauty of the position Man United have got into is that because of the way the Glazers run them, and because of what they have been for the past thirty years, which is growing commercial incomes and tractor partnerships and soft drinks partnerships and stuff, there's actually not a huge amount the fans can cut off from them because mm. it can really only be tickets and they'll probably sell out anyway to tourists so it, there's nothing they can really do like when we were in League One at least with Bates I mean it was never a properly well organised protest it was just a, a gradual sort of ebbing away of a couple of thousand people from the attendance each each season whereas this Old Trafford could probably be empty and the Glazers can still turn a profit he's going to be shouting don't shop with our tractor sponsor <laughs> <laughs> don't buy Kiara <laughs> whoever they've done it, I assume Kiara have, uh, have got the money for that kind of thing. They may be denied, preparing a denial as we speak. 
How I mean, much is that scum shirt you're looking at buying in Moscow? That's seventy pounds. I'm looking to see if there's anything a bit more affordable. There's a I could get a, a strap key ring for seven quid. They should really every little helps. They should really troll them and do a gold away kit, a third kit, <laughs> and then they can they can have the uh, they can sell in for the protests to get get a profit made. A dollar bill prints on it. <laughs> you can get last season's kits in the clearance for twenty quid. Mm. Not for me. Not for me. A Sir Alex Ferguson Way street sign for a fiver, down from eight. I do enjoy now, having hated him for loads of years, I do now enjoy the influence Ferguson has over the place, just looming over it all, like looking at it with despair, just being like, <laughs> this isn't what I'd do. And then they, then occasionally they feel obliged to ask him and it goes even worse. The, it's uh, delightful. The De Gea bobblehead is down from 20 to 14 pounds. Should try playing him in net, eh? Eh? Might do a better job. There's more scum coming up in um, in Propaganda Extra anyway. But I think that's enough of them for now. It's just a bit more, there's more shouting and stuff going on. I like to give a bit more variety though for the for the main show, you know, not just not just angry, not just angry people. It will just be anarchy but if it will just them. You, you know, we've not heard from in a while, Moscow. You're one of your favourites. Hey. Have you looked down the prep sheet? Have you seen the picture of him? I'm pretending for the sake of the <laughs> listeners. No, Michael, what is coming up next? It's look like the one him. show. Look at him there on his, I don't know where he is. Is that, is that his house, do you think? That he's it looks in? like a pub. Maybe a nice pub, though. Mm. It all looks very nice quality. He's got like an Although old... you judge a pub by the character of the clientele, though, don't you? And if you went in the in there and saw... Auntie Warnock. Old Auntie Warnock <laughs> reading a poem aloud. Have you subscribed to his YouTube channel? I didn't even know he had one. Until oh, he's got this. one. He's got one. Now you can get it. He's not bad yeah. production values. He's obviously got a decent enough camera. There's audio, like overlay, what do you call that, a bed, I think you call it, mm. that he's doing this poem over. And you did uh, an English degree, didn't you, Moscow? Yes. Do you any favourite poets? Actually, I was going to say, I feel a little bit um, outraged that this has been on YouTube for two weeks and I've not been alerted. Um, some people are letting themselves down. Just try to save you, Moscow. Save you from yourself. <laughs> one, 1,603 games, eight promotions, one poem to tell it all. I've not put all of it on because you'll hear it and you'll see why I've not included the whole thing. So I've just, I've started it at the point of which he goes to Leeds. But think how much was before Leeds. There's eight minutes of this. I want your, as, a, as an English graduate, Moscow, I want your critical opinion on this. Next click next came Leeds United. Massive club. I thought I could do well. But no chance with new owners around the corner and Ken B wanting to sell. Right club at the wrong time. Just my luck, I'd have to say. But to, to get success there at that time, well, I'd just have to pray. Now back at Palace, couldn't resist, but I never stood a chance. With people in the background interfering, they led me a right dance. QPR beckoned, and I enjoyed helping out for a short time. I thought I might get them back up. Hey, positive thinking isn't a crime. And so on to Rotherham. Six points adrift, but a good group of lads. Make sure, <laughs> making sure in five sides that all players wore their pads. It's amazing what team spirit can do. We went on an amazing run. 11 games unbeaten, winning against all the top teams whilst having some fun. <laughs> Tony S was a great chairman. He asked me to stay. But I got the bug again for another promotion. So I left to make hay. Any opinions? <clears throat> Just his look at Leeds. Mm -hmm. I think how we felt. It happened everywhere, though. Nothing I could have done there. Yeah, yeah, all, the, yeah. all the verses just now. 
Sorry, not for me. He also, <laughs> not my fault. To make things fit, he likes to just put in a, a chairman's surname with a letter. There was Ken B and Tony S in that one short thing. I think it's just to, to make it fit. And lads, and, a great bunch of lads and pads is a good rhyme. I mean, is that the secret to team spirit is making the players wear shin pads in training? It's, in the five sides, particularly. It's funny that he talks about being a great lads at Rotherham because he inherited Luciano Bacchio there, if I remember correctly. Who he, uh, he cast out from Leeds. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think they overlapped there again. It didn't last long because obviously Becchio's not going to stick around when this goblin comes. And little Chris, little Chris Dawson was there as well. Yeah, maybe it's him I'm thinking of. But he, got, he was uh, tormenting. But um, he talked about the production values. He keeps making mistakes. Yeah, and he does. The music on it is just weird. And I'm sure there's a guy ringing for last orders halfway through that as well, isn't there? The bell keeps popping up in the top corner to remind you to subscribe. And every time oh. it pops up, it goes ding, ding, which I think ruins what is an otherwise moving performer <laughs> of some quality. I feel some emotions about this, certainly. Mm. Mm. So, certainly. Well, you can listen to the whole thing. No. You can. Thank you. You can. Well, there's a bit more coming up in uh, <laughs> Propaganda Extra Moscow. So, Oh, our TSB Plus members are so lucky, aren't they? They get the best of us. You're going to get to hear the end of his career. Just to finish it off, I'll be honest, I couldn't listen to the whole thing. I started, <laughs> I skipped forward to the Leeds bit. I was kind of listening in thinking I was still Sheffield United this bit. Well, keep the big thing in one of his books, uh, the one that covers his time at Leeds, is mo- also mostly about QPR. And all of that was just let Adol Trapp do what he wants and stop the other players from ki- from killing him. So if you make that rhyme, that whole section of his career is is there. Um, beyond that, I don't care. Does it mention him uh, training as a... Chiropodist. I think it probably does. He's going to sneak that in, isn't he? There was some. There was a line about thinking back. I don't even think there were subs from when he first started management because there weren't subs at that point. He's. I mean, it's it's all like that. All right, that's enough of that. I, I think I prefer the anarchy. I would almost <laughs> rather listen to more of the scum fans than the full eight minutes of that. Well, stay tuned for next week because there'll be nukes going off at Old Trafford, <laughs> according to uh, according to Stratford Paddock. So that's something to tune in for. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We'll catch you with you next week. The Square Ball Podcast.